You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the point Give me 76, bringing us into episode number 131 of Straight to the Point My name is Chris, here are my guys What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? At least you got the intro right, because you know how the outro on the last episode. You know how it went. I'm going the wrong way. You know how it went. It went left. Yeah, that's what you. That's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> but you know, for this episode, we're talking all about some people's goat retiring again. You make it seem like it's not your goat too, but okay. He is, but you know, I was a little late to the party. <laughs> LeBron James moves into the top five all-time in assists. That's also my goal. Still currently chasing Kareem as we speak. And, you know, of course, we'll, you know, that's about it. I mean, like, what you, you know, we're not talking yeah. about, we're not talking about the Eagles. I mean, we'll save, we got to save some things for next week. We're not talking about the Pro Bowl. That's for sure. We're, we're, not, talking we're, we're not talking about the Pro Bowl. I don't care about the Pro Bowl. They're not even playing like football football. They're playing flag football. I ain't talking about no Pro Bowl. Like, it's, hey. it's, 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 you know, some people's Pro Bowl is good. That's not the Pro Bowl. I don't like the Pro Bowl. It's, you know, they got to fix the Pro Bowl. It's crazy. I'd rather watch the All-Star game than the Pro Bowl. And all, but All-Star Week is fun as it is, but it's crazy. Yeah, the All-Star Weekend is fun. The Pro Bowl's trying to get some of that. They left Hawaii. They, they, they messed up when they left Hawaii. But Vegas well, is actually a very good spot they, to go. They had to kind of leave Hawaii because the Aloha Stadium is... Yeah. But Vegas was a great spot to go. Vegas is pretty sure we're like, what, next three years going to get this bid for the Super Bowl, and a Super Bowl in Vegas would go crazy. Super Bowl in Vegas is next year. Is next year here I got the bid? Yes. Oh, man, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm behind. I sent I sent the entire group chat. You did. Text. I did. Okay, cool. Just Bro, go. mind you, when I, 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 again, people don't know me, but when you listen to this podcast, you'll, you'll find out. When I think of Vegas, I don't think of the sports. I don't think of the gambling. I think of the food. All the food I want to try. I'm I'm just a weird dude. I just think of the food I want to try. Even though, because I mean, again, I am a little bigger, you know, a little big boy. I, I like to eat. So it's, all I think about is the different types of food I'm going to try when I go out of town. I don't think about nothing else. And liquor. I'll be honest. We grown. We grown, man. I like to drink. We, we're going to tell the different types of liquor I can consume. And I've seen a lot of TikToks, Chris. They fill it to the brim. Where's my cup at? To the brim. The circumference of this cup, they fill it to the mass. What are you making that face for? I hope everyone heard the audible eye roll when Jared said, and I quote, "You know, I'm kind of a big boy." For anybody who don't know, Jared's 180 pounds. I'm not 180 anymore. I'm like 190. I'm putting. I'll put on some. I'm like one. Honestly, I'm like 220. Let's be fair. I'm so, like all right, Y'all hear that jump? Y'all hear that nonsense? All right. I was being I was being generous by lying, but I'm like 220. No. Okay, listen. For all the all disclosure, right? I met Jared. Jared was maybe maybe 200 pounds when I met him, and now he's about 185, 175 when he really cutting, and he got a six pack. I do not have a six pack. Yet, <laughs> yet he tries to 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 include himself. In, in fatness and obesity. Well, I used to weigh like two fifty. What are you talking about? Okay, well, when you when you stop being two fifty, you stop being involved in these conversations. That's you, crazy. You are excluded 
from the group chat. Once a big boy, always a big boy. Okay, and on that note, <laughs> back to what we're talking about here, which Tom Brady is retiring again for the second time on February 1st. He has announced his retirement. I think this one is permanent, though. Um, judging off of everything that he, you know, everything he, he didn't say, like he didn't give the big speech he gave that last year. He basically was, you know, he, he kind of, you can hear the emotion when he's talking about how he's done and this is everything he's been doing since he's a child. And, you know, the man's damn near 50 now. So it's a hard pill to swallow. But, uh, Jared, talk about, because I know we talked about this on episode 95. Like, we did this, he man. Thought, <laughs> he thought he was retiring. Bro, I'm not about to go into the monologue but, of Brady again. Don't, don't do the whole monologue. Just kind of talk about Brady this year and what's different. Like, what, what's changed between this time last year and now? He was garbage. I mean, the drama aside, he was garbage. And then again, the drama of, you know, your, your, your now ex-wife, everything that's going on. You don't even know what's going on with the, the co-parenting situation. Like, he has a lot of off the field issues that go into another season, you you don't know how it's like, gonna affect him. He looked horrible this season. I know O line deficiencies aside, he still wasn't making the right like his throws just weren't going where he wanted them to go. And he's really on, he was on the trajectory the same way Aaron Rodgers on the trajectory. They were gonna be he was gonna be a far where you're just trying to or a Phil Rivers or a Peyton Manning where even though Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl, it's gonna be like you're just you've got a limp arm. You you try and throw but you can't really throw the way you used to throw. And it's just at this point doesn't matter how many weapons you give him. Brady just can't get the ball where he needs it to go. It's just that he had to retire at this point. Now, for trolling effects, Charles Sergio, I was really trolling him for saying he was going to the Dolphins. It's still, I wish to wish I could have kept that going all offseason or, or to the Raiders fans, but Brady retiring doesn't surprise me. Surprising that he did it on Black the first day of Black History Month. Man, well, you couldn't just wait it. Wait a couple days. You wouldn't do it immediately. He kept that. I, I'm so I, I watched the Not My QB on Twitter talking about something. He kept it brief. Excuse me. He kept it brief. And it's just like, because he already did the retirement thing. He did it. He did his speech. Now it's just more of him just offering up, saying that he's enjoyed the game of football. I don't, because correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's transitioning to what, sports analyst on Fox, like immediately. The contract's already done. I don't know if it's immediate. It'd be, it, wouldn't it be something if you turn the Super Bowl, which is on Fox, and you see Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, and Tom Brady? Like, could you imagine how, mm-hmm. how many people would just be just like in disgust? That uh, technically Brady made it to another Super Bowl, but right. look at this idea of Tom Brady's career, right? Like it's so, you know, like it's polar. It's very polar. Like either you lo- like either you love Brady or you hate Brady. Yeah. Now we're in this realm of indifference. Like before, it was like, I yo, I can't stand this guy. He's always winning. Like you know, very very much anti Brady. Like. Uh, all he do is all he does is dink and dunk. He doesn't throw it down the field. Blah 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 blah. You you know we've had these conversations before, but you really look at Brady as a as a whole. He can throw the ball down the field. He does throw the ball down the field. He does. He, the only thing he doesn't do is is like maybe extend plays out of the pocket. But he can make every throw. He can make tough throws. He can hang in the pocket and take the hits. Whether or not you're gonna get flagged for giving him that hit is different. But he Brady can take the hit. Um, I think maybe it's just me getting older. Maybe it's me appreciating greatness. And I'll, we'll talk about this with LeBron as well. You're not going to see a Brady no more. You're not. <laughs> nope, nope. Nope. Seven rings in every statistical passing number that 
you know, belongs to one guy. Now, I'm not uh, maybe Mahomes will get to the stats, but seven rings, it, it just that just seems like the benchmark. You know what I mean? Like that just seems like best uh, football's equivalent of Russell's eleven. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not happening. So, as far as Brady goes, is he the greatest of all time? Resume says yes. I, you know, you have to, you have to give it up. Like even whatever argument you can make for Mahomes, Montana, Manning, you know, whoever you want to. Rogers. I mean, like Rogers. The resume speaks for it. Exactly. The resume just says it wasn't like it was just like. Hey, he won Super Bowls. Like you know how some dudes just won Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? He was he MVPs, right? Let's Someone rides like he, he records broken. Let me ask you this, and and we'll transition off in a second. A lot of times it was was it Brady? Was it Belichick? Was it Brady? Was it Belichick? I think personally, if this is the, the end of the, you know, unless he pulls a Favre and comes back again, I think this is it, right? Yeah. If in regards to the is it Brady, is it Belichick? I think the first three are Belichick. Yeah. The last three that they have together, Brady. Is Brady. Which so, is I agree with. And then again, Brady proved it with that Bucks championship. It's him. Because let's be honest, like Aaron's was a good coach, but he wasn't great. Like Brady was really went off the strength of him audible in some plays, him making he he making the right reads that need to be made. Like you would you would even hear Chris Godwin and Mike Evans in their Super Bowl conference talking about something. Yo, Brady called that play. Like, and it's not that's not against Aaron. It's not against Bruce because Bruce helped. Like Bruce turned uh well Leonard Fournette into uh playoff Fournette, whatever. Like he helped coach these guys up. It's just that when Tom Brady was in that playoff atmosphere, he knows what to do. He's won so many. I think the first three were definitely Belichick, because you know Brady was young, but as time moves on, with that veteran leadership, you got them playoffs under your belt. It changes. Just like how when Chris was saying Mahomes might be the potentially the closest to Brady when it comes to maybe these accolades of Super Bowls, he's gonna he's gonna definitely hit the accolades of how many AFC championships Brady went to. He's gonna hit that accolade, I think. Like right now, he's at what already five straight AFC championships. Like that's crazy. So he's gonna hit that. But it, now is he gonna get the Super Bowls? I don't know. I'm riding with the Eagles. Chris Bryant and the Eagles. So we're not even gonna talk about that till next week. For sure. And we and we have a special guest next week. I didn't even mention the Jared, but I've been pulling some strings. I've been. I've been working on getting a, a little perspe- a little balance. We have a Chiefs fan. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm not going to name no names, but he. Told I already me know who it is. You already know. You already know who it Gross. is. Gross. We already know who it is. We're working on it logistically, but he told me Chiefs by a million. So <laughs> I, I, I needed this balance here to kind of like, am I am I being too confident? So I need this to kind of. Right. You, you know, know they but, not only have like five injuries, but sure. What. But we'll we'll talk about that next week. Now, with this whole Brady thing, and I know you mentioned the Arians, and but like he was for so long could win in spite of whatever you put around him. You know what I mean? Garbage. No, it was garbage. Listen, Belichick, the coach, may be the goat. You can argue that Belichick, the GM. Uh, when Amendola and Edelman are your one and two, I yeah, question, I question your decision. When you out here running with Amendola and uh, Chris Hogan, mm, forgot about him. That who? That was you went in the archives for that one. Wes Welker, and he was declining. Like, I mean, you're winning bowls with these guys. Like, you're, on, like Adam is no scrub. He's no scrub. 
No, but but he's not. If you, teams he, he's no Mike Evans as their number one receiver. Yeah, he's no Mike Evans. He's no Chris Godwin. Edelman, like. Edelman would be a three on that Bucks team. Nah, not even a three. He'd been a four. Because let's be fair, Scotty Miller was the next Edelman. During Scott, Scott Edelman's got Scotty Miller beat, but they competed. They they competed for split. They split. Let's be honest. They split in targets. I don't know, but like, look at how many guys, like, just like dudes, went through New England mm-hmm. that Brady made nice. Like, right. other guys wasn't like you. You know, Brady had no great running backs. Nope. Like, name the running backs Brady had that was great. Well, Garrett Blunt was probably the greatest. He's had. Well, Garrett Blunt. Leonard Fournette's probably the best running back Brady's ever had. And yeah, the, like, James White. I don't even know if you. I don't even know if you could saw him a running back. He's like a passing back. If you know, like a like a yeah, like a scat back. Rex tackle. Rex Burkhead, like Danny Woodhead. Oof. His, Lawrence, his greatest Lawrence. weapon was Gronk because it didn't work out with. It really think, didn't work out with To. Think about it. Like, think about it. To. Not To. Uh, Cinco. Ocho Cinco. My fault. Ocho Cinco. Yeah, Ocho Cinco was done at that point. But listen, like. You remember when you remember when Brady got Randy Moss? Like, what? You talking about Brady Dinkin and Duncan? Dude, didn't he win MVP that year? Right? Like, he had his highest yards they, in touchdowns that season. Eighteen and one that year. Yeah, like they had the greatest. Like, yeah, like <laughs> they, they were nasty. They were disgusting. And they they just they didn't win it, but they were disgusting. They didn't win it, but they were disgusting. But I think a lot of that New England success, right, is because Brady, as a sixth round pick. Came in, took over for Drew Bledsoe, not only kept it afloat, but won, and then just took it to new levels. Belichick's defense was there. Belichick's defenses were legit. Brady eventually, as Brady got older and Brady understood more and Brady did more, took these bums that Belichick would give him and made it work. Yeah, no. Dude dude was the most humblest player. He might trash talk now and he's retired. He might do his thing like, now, but dude stayed humble throughout his entire career because he he knew what he wanted to win. I respect it. Now it's his time to talk his his, his smack. It's, now that you he gonna do his podcast, he might gonna do his sports analyst. He gonna talk his trash. I I think that's what the next thing coming for Brady. That the next wave is like he gonna talk his smack that he really never really talked unless you saw like those quick camera glimpses on Fox or on NBC or ESPN where he was on game and he would talk his smack to like a Jalen Ramsey or he would talk his smack to a um I forgot who the cornerback uh, was at the time. Oh, Tom Matthew. When uh, they had played it in the uh, Super Bowl, like that's just, like th- those quick glimpses where you see it. But for those of us that just only get to watch from the outside looking in, he's probably going to be the humble brag's over for Brady. Now that he's retired, I think it's, it's going to be time for him. He's, he's going to fill fill the shoes of what a goat does, and they just talk their smack. The Brady documentary is going to come out. It's not. Gonna, I'm not going to say it's going to be Jordan S, but you're going to find out how he feels about certain things, certain play calls, certain players, and how he feels about himself as how good he was as a player and what he could have done better, what he could have done worse. Like, stuff like that is just everything's going to start coming out. Because now what we believe is he's officially, officially retired. Like, he ain't coming back. You're done. It's listen, over. Listen, he not getting a, th- he not getting a third, all right? He going to get 131. He ain't getting another one. Jordan got one chance to come back. You get one chance to come back. That's it. But you know what You know what this means? Hmm. If Brady can leave his three-letter job, I can leave my three-letter job. Listen, man, you would go out as the GOAT as well. You know, I, I did a lot of Brady things at, at my job. You know, I showed up whenever I wanted, phoned it in mostly. So I Occasionally... Occasionally, I did a great job just to let them remember who I was. Bro, you won some rings at that job. You I, listen. I put my I put my time in. 
And there's I, a Hall of Fame, you'd be on, you'd be up if, there with the great. I'd, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be in Rhode Island. But <laughs> as we transition over to the NBA, let's talk about LeBron James. The goat moving into fourth place all time. He moved, he moved past Mark Jackson and Steve Nash to move into fourth place. He is the first player since 1996 to be in the top five of both points and assists at the same time. Oscar Robinson was top five in points and assists when Michael Jordan passed him in 1996. Mm -hmm. LeBron James is now top two in points, top four in assists. Mm -hmm. I know everyone talks about this GOAT argument. Mm -hmm. And I know we had the same thing like with Brady Mm -hmm. and with, with, with whoever about is the greatest of all time, but you don't see two generational talents like this Mm. at the same time. Like you, it don't happen. Like this is unbelievable. A guy who is six foot eight or nine, depending on whatever you want to believe 200, anywhere between 240 and 270 could be yoked, could be slender, could, can shoot the three, maybe not great, but can shoot the three and make it can drive to the basket can dunk, can pass, can do anything on the court, can run point, can play center, and is is just tough. And we talk about how many times, you know, Brown should do this, Brown should do that, Brown should be better, Brown should be this. Like, top two in points, he'll finish first. But So let's say first in points and top four in assists, it's unbelievable, man. It's, 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 it's phenomenal word. Like, I think, what, um, he's 89 points away from breaking Kareem's record. When he'll do that, no idea. Like, it's probably going to happen in the next four, three or four games. I'm going to say three to four games. But I think I saw on Twitter, Chris, they were like, if you take out LeBron's dunks and threes, he still has a higher point total, like all time, than Kevin Durant. And it might have been Kevin Garnett or Tim Duncan, like one of those two players. But I know Kevin Durant was on that list for sure. But it was like, I don't know who the other guy was. But that's so crazy to me. That even if you take away LeBron's dunks and threes throughout his entire career, he's still in within, what, the top 15 margin of scoring. But we consider him a playmaker, right? That's how that's how, that's what we consider LeBron. We consider why we're on a playmaker because he's fourth all time in passing. But he's about to be number one in scoring. So now the conversation comes up with LeBron a scorer or a playmaker. Or did he just make the right plays? At the right time, but he's really getting to the bucket whenever he wanted to. And this is without LeBron being ever, I don't think he's ever really averaged a league league in the past five years, like free throw attempts per game. Like, I don't think he's done it. Like, since the emergence of Embiid and Giannis and when Harden was doing it, LeBron's never led the league in free throw attempts. So it's like, he's not going to the line like the way we would expect somebody like LeBron to go, but he's still scoring at a high prolific rate. The guy's still dropping buckets. Like, this month of January is crazy, not just for LeBron, but for any score that really gets to it. But it's like when you watch LeBron, it's like, how do you if he if he becomes number one, how do we not really start saying, okay, he's the GOAT? He's the number one highest scoring player in the NBA. That's a that's a, a decade old record. Like Kareem said, no, two decades. Kareem's had this record for two decades. He said that he said that since the eighties. Four decades then. I apologize. That's a four decade record. And LeBron's about to break something that nobody thought was ever going to be broken. Like ever. And even if like in this new scoring age. You might have a Uka and a Giannis come close to it, but who's to say they play at the longevity of LeBron's playing? LeBron's what thirty eight years old. 
LeBron's been. Let's think about that too. LeBron had no real major injuries at all. Like groin's the hardest, worst he's ever had. And even when he's play, he's waiting to play for his one son. And who knows after when, when Bronny gets in, who knows if he's not feeling healthy enough to play another season to wait for Bryce. And I'm not saying he's gonna give you at the age of 42 what he's doing now at 38, which is still 27 a night. But remember, Vince played to what 43. And Vince was giving you what four point five off the bench. Like, think about it. No player, like I, bro. Dirk, Dirk was one of my favorite players. Everybody knows this. That knows me. Dirk was one of my guys. But Dirk was coming off the bench at the end. At the, and, which is like you could kind of he kind of knew it because Dirk wasn't that athletic or whatever. You thought it was going, he was like, declining. Like Wade came off the bench at the end. Wade came. Wade was bouncing around teams and coming off the bench. At Paul the end. Pierce, James and Jones, KG, and that's part of the thing I think with the Brady thing. That like great great players, like truly great players, to see them like trying to hold on and trying to recapture. I don't think Brady wanted to go out like that. Like I don't think Brady wanted to no. be remembered like Jordan on the Wizards. Like I don't think Brady wanted to be remembered. Which like, I don't think he is because he still won a Super Bowl the first year. He did, but at the last year, like you could see, like it was bad. Was, the injuries really hurt you. It was bad. I mean, but, like we don't talk about Braun like that. Like no, I mean, I dude, Bron, the best player on his team still. I Look at Braun, like how I did when I was a kid. Like, dude is just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Bro, he's still giving your favorite player 30, Chris. Think about it. Everybody else from that draft class is gone. Even Melo. Melo was coming off the bench. Yo. Wade's done. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Everybody from that draft class. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure everybody from the draft class after him is going too. Not even just like in 06, I think the I think the 08, 09 class is going too. Think about it. 09, the 09 class, the 08 class is Hart, uh, Horford, Durant, Hart, uh, Odin. Like and a lot of them are going. A lot of them are like starting to get older. Like you looking at like people sitting there like, hmm. like think about it. Kyrie got drafted twelve years ago. Dude, I'm, I'm going to give you some of the names from the 2009 draft class, Chris. Okay. You got Hashim to beat at two. Go on. Blake Griffin at one. I don't even know if Blake Griffin's still in the league. He might Blake be. Blake Griffin is that. on, on uh, Boston's bench right now. You have Tariq Evans. Go on. You have Johnny Flynn. Go on. Jordan Hill. Go on. Steph Brandon Curry. Jennings. Steph Curry and Harden are still there, but Brandon Jennings is gone. Brandon Jennings is gone. And those are the top 10 guys. So. There's only three dudes in the NBA and Rick Rubio. So there's four guys out of the top ten that are gone. Can you look up the 04 draft class? It's the draft class right after Bron. And can you give me the top ten names? The NBA. Because I need to know. I need to know. Oh my gosh, Chris. Right, go ahead. I'm gonna give you give me, give so me the top 10. Dwight Howard's one. Who gone? You have Andrus. Beandrus at two or eleven? No, he's eleven. Never mind. Where about him? Mecca Okafor at two. On. Ben Gordon at three. On. Sean Livingston at four. On. Devin Harris at five. On. Josh Childress at six. On. Wal Dang at seven. On. Rafael Arujo at eight. On. Andre Godala at nine. He's still there. Basically gone. Luke Luke Jackson at ten. Gone. So. Iggy, he's going Iggy, past all of Iggy them. Iggy is like, sitting on the bench. Yeah, and he, I, don't, I don't think he's even playing. Like, I think he's he made his, has he made his return yet? Like he's doing the Udonis Haslam, Jawan Howard, like you know, you basically a coach, but you got a uniform type thing. Like mm-hmm. these guys are not; these guys are hangers on. Bron is still carrying a franchise. 
Yeah. 20 years later. Like, this is crazy. And I have to, you also put it in perspective, Chris. There's only three guys in the 2007, four guys in the 2007 draft class that are still in the NBA top 10. And oh. that's Jeff Green, Michael Conley, Al Horford, Kevin Durant. Greg like, Olsen's going. Of, of those guys, of, the, hold on, of those four guys you mentioned, two of them are inconsequential players at this point. Yeah. Horford's, Horford's on a, a solid contributor on uh, on Boston, yeah. and KD is KD. Right. But KD's had KD's lost major time to injuries. Yep. So you look at even like KD, like KD is top ten in points, I believe. Yep. But he'll never catch Braun. Spencer Halls is gone. Just putting out of there. Joe Kim Noah is gone. Brandon why, Wright's gone. Corey Moore is gone. Why would you even mention Spencer Halls? Ye Ye Highland. Ye he's gone. Ye Ye was drafted to Dallas. Played twelve games and they sent him back to China. Yep, and then uh, Greg Oden. Well, we know how. how you know, but like injur injuries and everything. Bron has avoided all of that. That's that ridiculous. Like I, we just named like two draft classes where he's beaten out almost twenty guys out of the draft class. Like that's crazy. Ridiculous. We're talking about him still playing. So like right now, knock on wood, he's, he's still avoided injury. Even though, despite some hard fouls, despite some him having to play so many games at the age of thirty eight. He's almost in the playing, which is phenomenal at this point for me. I, I'm just watching him. is like, man, this team, for some reason, it looks better than the last year's team, which it might just be the Rui effect. Rui looks good for them now. Thomas Bryant's a phenomenal. Russ off the bench, despite making $48 million. I'm a Russ guy, Chris. You know that. I think it was good off the bench. He's a six-man of the year this year for me. A high-paid six-man, but he's a six-man of the year for me. The team looks better. AD just came back. I know they lost to the Celtics game, which – we're we'll going to have to talk about eventually because you know me and my grants the refs, the refs, excuse me. That is a game that they should have won, but they lost. But look at LeBron. Like LeBron's still the best player on that team. Like I think I watched the press the other night when they just beat the Knicks. It was the last night. Last night they just beat the Knicks. LeBron talks about how he's still got a few more years left in him, right? He was telling the uh, reporter to ask him a question. AD looked at him in so much surprise, slight discomfort and disgust because AD's like, man, what is it? My turn to be the, like the leader leader. But he's just like, he looks shocked because he's like, damn, you still got another couple years of you? Like, AD's going off of, what, two injuries so far this season, Chris? And LeBron's still talking about, I got a couple more years. Like, and a, a couple's two or three. He said a few. So that's four or five or more. Like, that's so crazy. LeBron's still doing this. Like, that scoring, him going number one in scoring with the 89 points, whenever he does it, he might he might actually do it in L.A., which is probably the, the way he's going to try and do it is do it in L.A., break the record at, at, at the L.A. house where he's trying to stay for a little bit longer. Once he does that, it only still goes up. Like, it doesn't get set. Like, you know how, like, some records got set? Like, when Kareem, I think, hit his scoring title, he set it, like, his last game. Like, he set that. He yeah. It was over. He broke, he broke it. LeBron's it. not done breaking it until he retires. I think I think Kareem, if I'm not mistaken, broke it and played another four years. Yeah, because the best I said, it's not set until you retire. LeBron's not retiring on top two. So, it's like, we're talking about, like, people are, the way the media's been propagating this up is, like, LeBron's going to break it. He's going to break it. He's going to break it. And the, they're like, he's going to break it and then set it. No, he's not re, He's not setting it. He's just breaking it, and the streak continues. Like, it's going to keep going. Like, when he breaks that scoring title or that scoring list, number one, his points are going to still go up the next game. Like, it, like whatever next game he has, he'll now add, add to whatever he, he did. Like, if, let's say he breaks it by one that night or whatever. He breaks it by one point. The next night is now by 21 if he drops a 20, 20 bomb or 20, or if he drops 40. He's now at 41. And then the next game, he drops 25, 26, 26, 25, 26, 26. Crazy part, right? LeBron's played almost a hundred less games than Kareem. Mm-hmm. A hundred less which games, is, which is wild. Kareem like, played wild. over fifteen hundred games. LeBron is at like fourteen hundred and some change. Like, mm -hmm. 
like I don't think, and I'm glad we're doing this for for posterity's sake, because maybe we can look back at this in 20 years and be like, when whoever breaks the scoring record, we can talk about like how, oh my God, no one's ever going to break this ever. Mm-hmm. But like, to think about think about this, Kareem set the record on April 5th, 1984. Mm-hmm. That's 40 years ago. Thirty-nine, but like, come on! No, I remember forty yeah. years ago. Remember what age he was too? He was forty-two when he retired. Forty-two Bro. years old. LeBron's thirty-eight. LeBron's thirty. Like, I get it. Kareem went to with the college, and I, mm-hmm. I get it. I understand all of that. But this is still an unbelievable, unbelievable feat, and the fact that he is top four in assists. Like, I'm sorry. There's going to be some award named after LeBron. There's going to be something named be. after LeBron. There's, there's going to be. Like, I get I get the Jordan thing, and I understand the Jordan thing, and I understand. I've always said that LeBron is probably the most talented player I've ever seen, and Jordan is the best marketed player I've ever seen. Whether or not whose GOAT is what, whatever. But you cannot discredit LeBron James at any point outside of maybe the 2011 finals. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Though. Like, that's because I don't, I don't consider that Spurs uh, sweet. Like, whatever, like whatever you want to say about the Ray Allen shot, whatever you want to say about whatever, man, top, top, the top point scorer ever mm-hmm. in top four in assists. It's like the Brady thing, man. I can't yeah, argue. And mind you, like, Chris, I just wanted to like break down some of the numbers. Like, it's not LeBron's numbers, but like, I just looked up Kareem stats his last three years. Right, Kareem at thirty nine years old, seventeen and a half points per game. Forty years old, fourteen point six points per game. Forty one, and he retired at forty two, which was the end of the, the season. Next, ten point one points per game. Kareem's giving you that as a seven footer on bad legs. So let's be honest, he was he was injured a lot throughout that those last three years. He missed. Uh, no, hey, whoa, this dude played games, Chris. That's crazy. He played all eighty games in all seventy four games at the age of eighty and seventy four. And LeBron's not doing that, but like the fact he still averaged fourteen wait, 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 is ten. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Say that sentence again. Kareem I played eighty games at the age of forty, and then he played seventy four games, so he missed uh, what eight games in at the age of forty one. That's still crazy. That's crazy. Forty and forty one games he's played, and he started in all of them too. Like he he started. It says games started. He started those games. But it was like if he still give you 10, 14 and ten his last two years of his career. What do you think LeBron's going to give you? And I'm not saying I'm a regular LeBron to being what Vince Carter was as a bench player, right? But I'm not saying LeBron's going to be a starter either at the age of 40, 41. Even, think about this. Even if LeBron gave you 20 and 10. It's still a lot of points a game. That's, that's still, 20 that's still and crazy. 10. That's still crazy. Like, I don't even care. If, you, like, if LeBron gave you 50, like, by the time Brian comes, LeBron will be 40. If he gives you 12, 12 and a half, 13, not, that's still like he's that's not, Because, I mean, unless... And I'm not going wood here, unless LeBron had just the craziest physical deterioration ever, right? Injury, whatever. Mm-hmm. He can still drive past. He can <laughs> still get past young dudes like these kids are younger can, than him, and he's bodying people. He can play bully ball. Oh, he threw. He ran over Grant Williams on that Saturday night game because the ball. I'm like, oh my it's lord! Like, it's not like Grant Williams is a small guy, man. That Grant was like forty, dude. When he when he uh. In the comeback game against the Grizzlies, when he basically fade away, left elbow truck, Desmond Bain. I'm like, no, Desmond Bain a T-Rex. That dude's a strong, husky guy. 
you bodied him, LeBron. All right, you you thirty eight doing this? That's crazy to me. Like the, the, when when LeBron actually breaks the record, you know we're gonna, we'll probably have an actual podcast talking about it. Who do we see that could potentially break it, et cetera, et cetera? But right now, it's just like I don't see anybody coming close to what LeBron's done in his career. And LeBron's never achieved the game. He's lost, unfortunately, but he's never achieved the game. Like he he does what he has to do to win. He can either push through adversity and fight. Haters are gonna hate, whatever. But just in these last, this is season alone. Watching this season, it's like you call him a GM. I don't know what's really if how it's going on this season with his GMing, but he man, he's fighting for these wins that he's got. Like the Lakers right now are a team that you're just like, oh man. Now you kind of rule for him to make the playoffs. But before when we talked about our seeding of the playoffs, shout out the Kings, they still top three, which is crazy. But Lakers is like they're there, like they're two and a half games back from the seed. They're in the mix. Like the West is just so close, but they're in the mix for the play-in. I think they have a shot. I think the Thunder are going to fall off soon. I think the Thunder are going to come to Earth soon. The Trailblazers are still iffy for me, Chris. I don't really know what's going on. Dame is Dame, but what does he have around him? And the Pelicans, they went from being a top two seed in the West to now they're just like at the bottom of the barrel because, again, Zion got hurt again, and Brandon Ingram just hasn't been looking like himself since he has a toe bruise. So it's just like you have a shot if you're the Lakers. You have a real shot where the trade down is in two weeks. Still, you saved your first round pick somehow again. Rui, you traded Rui for three second round picks. Well, I, I believe you know me, Chris. I don't believe they matter in the NBA second round picks. So it's like you got Rui's a good player because he hasn't started a lot this season. The extension they'll give him next year is going to be a money managed extension. So it's like now I think they got would they go after one more wing player or maybe another big? Maybe they push off of Russ if they get the chance to see if the Spurs want to like take on Russ's salary and you get some of the the. Uh, Core players that the Spurs have that are like, you know, vets, a Doug McDermott, a Yakapoto, a Josh Richardson, and you just push off a of Russ a little bit, you could do that. And I think the Lakers get, are already where they're at right now is good and is good enough to make a playoffs and lose. But if you start making a, a move that really gets you a sustainable piece that helps them, they can make a run. Looking at this one seed, like if they end up being like a potential what play in seven seed, I could see them potentially beating out or a six seed because the way that the, all the stands are, they're like four games out. See them potentially beating the Kings. If they're a six seed, then they don't have to play in the play in. Well, no, they want to play in the play in. But I don't think they make it. But if they do make it to a six seed or a seven seed, the Grizzlies is going to be a challenge. But the Kings, they could beat the Kings. The Kings look like they're going to break the streak and they're losing the playoffs first round. Hey, that's a that's a good strategy. It's a good way to that's a good way to go out. Break that thirty year drought and then go lose first round. Clap it up, guys. Let's go home and let's go home and clap it up in the capital, California. For those that don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> as we as we put a bow on this, because we you know we really don't have much, that much to talk about. There's there's no football. You sure you want sure you want to talk about the Pro Bowl? <laughs> no. There's no no football to talk about. Nope. Uh, baseball hasn't started yet. Uh, shout out the Phillies. Shout out to the Phillies, defending National League East uh, National League champions. Back going uh, again soon. I like the season. Huh? We're going again. We'll do it again, right. Chris. I, I respect right. that. We'll do it again. So we'll talk about Trent Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Straight to the Point. If you liked what you hear, please tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. We're available on all your favorite podcast platforms, so make sure you download our episodes. Leave a comment. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. You know, what you don't like, just let Jared know what you like. Let me know. Why is it got to be me? Well, you 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 said what you said. You are the quality control special. You said let them know what they like and then let them know, let you know what they don't like. Yeah, yeah. The hate goes to you. No. Let me know what y'all like. Let Jared know what you dislike. 
No, no, but you, you, you're the Twitter king. They got to come to you for the hate. Oh, no, 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 no. I no. mean, I embrace hate, but they got to come to you for the hate. Exactly. You hear, he embraces you're the trash talking king. You, you, Send, you yes, like Jared will go, go to you. I'm not going back and forth with you. Jared right, you gonna get you gonna hit them with that crazy disrespectful one liner. That's I, gonna probably make us lose a fan, but you do that so well that they should come to you with the hate. Because me, I'm about, I'm just gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a stats breakdown. They don't want. They don't want that. They want the animosity. They want. They want. They want the hatred and vitriol that you give them. No. Like 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 the Titans fans that we have. They want that. They want that, Chris. They want the Titans hater, Chris. The Bradley Beal hater, Chris. They they want that when they hit you up on the DMs. They don't want that for me. Listen, I, I'm a fan all, of the game. All three Titans fans and all four Bradley Beal fans can huddle up and uh, talk to each other because I really don't care. But <laughs> like like I said, thank y'all for listening to ep- to listening to this episode. Um, Hemi seventy six is lock of the week. A two part knock of the week last week hit them both. Hit them both. We're going to come back for the big game. You know, you know that game. We can't really say it for legal purposes, but the the game. Mm-hmm. Y'all know. Y'all know mm-hmm. it. Y'all know what it is. It. Sunday. February make your money. Yeah. yeah, that one. That one. So make sure y'all get your your promos from whatever draft DraftKings fan dual betting site that you use. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if y'all want to send some promos our way, some sponsorships, hit Jared up. Jared, you know, or me, either one of us. Hmm. Hemi76's Lock of the Week has been sponsored all year by 721 by DSC for the best food. Yes, I said the best food in all the Philadelphia Tri-State area. Make sure you hit up D Stanley Catering on Instagram at D Stanley Catering or visit, visit www.dstanleycatering.com. Jared, anything else before we wrap this show up? No, man, follow us on Straight to the Point. As always, follow me on TikTok. Follow me at underscore JW Hughes and just check us out, man. Retweet us, like the vids, uh, share a post of us. Man, make sure you spread the word around that we just be talking trash and talking sports. Yeah, that's what we do. We talk trash, we talk sports, we, we crack each other up. Hopefully we crack you up. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross and make sure you follow the pod at STTP Podcast on all your favorite social media platforms. You know, you'll never know what kind of trash we'll talk, like when Doc is asleep coaching or against <laughs> the magic. Or when the mayor of Cincinnati is asking for paternity tests like he on Maury Povich. So you never know. Shout out to the Bengals. Got smacked. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>